From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today, we're switching it up. Smash Boom Best is going full-on Smash Boom Pest. We've got two pesky critters going head-to-head in today's debate. They're known for their love of big cities and dropped food. It's rats versus pigeons. Feathers will fly, tails will twitch, but which cunning creature will come out on top? It's tough to say, but luckily, Ethan is here to help us decide. Hi, Ethan. Hello. So, Ethan, when I say rat, what comes to mind? Basically, like, this somewhat adorable, somewhat creepy creature (laughs) that um, you'd normally find in an attic. And what about when I say pigeons? I would say a pesky bird that would come and eat your bread in New York. Do you already think one of these animals is cooler than the other one? I think they're both equally creepy, so today I'm going to be judging it on creepiness. (laughs) Okay. So, do you at home like debating? I've had debating discussions with uh, some of my friends on, like, Minecraft or Fortnite or Marvel versus Star Wars and all different kinds of um, things like that. Actually, recently in the Boy Scouts, um, I had a little debate thing that had to do with a merit badge. Mm. So, what tips do you have for our debaters today? tip would probably be to give it your all and state your facts and just try to think on your feet. Excellent advice. Well, let's meet our debaters here to defend wily and resilient Team Rat. It's Elissa Dudley. Hi, Elissa. Hello, hello. So, Elissa, in a single sentence, why are rats the smash boom best? Because a rat could save your life one day and a pigeon would just poop on you and maybe <laughs> and maybe murder you with its poop. Whoa. Whoa. Hope you got some facts to back that up. And here to represent intelligent, intrepid Team Pigeon, it's Tom Weber. Hi, Tom. Hello, Team Pigeon. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so in one sentence, Tom, why are pigeons cooler than rats? Because pigeons reflect humanity. Whatever you like about them is what you like about us. And whatever you hate about them is really what you hate about us. Whoa. Getting deep already. Let's review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, when our debaters will use facts, logic, and all the charisma they can muster to present the most persuasive arguments for their side. After each declaration, the opposing team will have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statement. Then we've got the micro round, a creative challenge each side has prepared for in advance. Round three is the sneak attack, a surprise challenge debaters will respond to on the spot. And last but not least, we've got the final six. In this round, each team will have six words to make a closing case for their side. Our judge, Ethan, will award one point after each round, but he'll keep his decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. This is a tough one, so mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, everybody, are you ready? Yes. I'm so ready. Excited to judge. <laughs> then it's time for the Declaration of Greatness. 
our debaters will present the most fascinating facts and awesome arguments in favor of their side. We flipped a coin, and Elissa, you're up first. It's time for a declaration of greatness for those quick-witted and whiskered wonders, rats. Ethan, our esteemed judge. We're here today to discuss rats, and- Oh my god, a rat? Where? Uh, there's there's nothing to worry about, ma'am. As I was saying, rats are- Ah! Did somebody say rat? Yes, but I'm just trying to say that rats are actually- <laughs> All right, all right, give it a rest! <sighs> rats don't have the best reputation. Help! A rat! There's a rat in my soup! Thousands of rats with their eyes blazing red- Hollywood loves to hate on rats. They've been the villain and the butt of jokes. They're almost never the hero. That is, until... I like good food, okay? And good food is is hard for a rat to find. That's right, Ratatouille. The 2007 Pixar movie about an adorable rat named Remy, who becomes a chef. Okay, it's fiction, but Ratatouille did get a lot right about rats. They're super smart, exceptionally clean, work well with humans, and... They have really great sense of smell. That's Dr. Cindy Fast. So they're nocturnal, like other rodents, which means they don't see very well. They're used to being out in the world in the dark. So they navigate that space using their nose. Dr. Fast works for a nonprofit called Apopo, where she's in charge of training rats to save lives. Apopo's rats are trained from birth to sniff out danger, like landmines. Landmines are explosive devices that are buried underground during wars or other conflicts. Because they're hidden underground, it's hard to find them. And if you accidentally step on one, they explode, which is very dangerous and even deadly. Landmines prevent people from using land for things like farms or playgrounds. Enter landmine-detecting rats. So they can use this really keen sense of smell to identify where a landmine is by sniffing out the explosives that are in the landmine, the really dangerous part of it. And luckily, these African giant-pouched rats are too light to trigger a landmine. So everyone stays safe while the rats are working. Plus, they're easy to train because they'll do anything for their favorite food. And for the rat, that's banana. They love bananas. So anytime we're working in the field, the rat just kind of trods along back and forth, sniffing the ground. And as soon as he finds something that smells like explosives, he'll stop, kind of sniff around, and then dig very furiously at the ground. And we know instantly that something is there. This year, one of Apopo's rats, Magawa, won an award for his life-saving work. He has found over 60 items of explosives in Cambodia. So that's more than 20 soccer fields. He searched all of that and said, this is now free of landmines and the local community is now using that land. Now Magawa wears a tiny gold medal on his harness when he goes to work. And it is unbelievably cute. But that's just one woman's opinion. There are over 60 species of rats. And the biggest difference between a rat and a mouse is just their size. But when you imagine a classic rat, you're probably thinking of a black rat or a brown rat. These guys are playful, they're good at problem solving and puzzles, and a recent study showed that these kinds of rats actually giggle when tickled. You have to use a special microphone to even hear it, but it sounds like this. 
Rats are empathetic too. Another study showed that they'll save a fellow rat from drowning, even if it means losing out on a tasty treat. They also make great pets. I'm speaking from experience here because when I was a kid, I had a pet rat named Amos. Amos was this warm, fuzzy little critter that just wanted to snuggle. Meet my dad, who, in retrospect, was probably the one cleaning up Amos's poop. Still, he sings his praises. But here's the plot twist. My family had another pet, too. One day, my dad found an abandoned pigeon's nest while cleaning the rain gutters. So I gently put the eggs in my breast pocket of my shirt. We got an incubator, and soon, one of the eggs hatched. We named him Jack, we fed him, and he grew. Oh, he was imprinted. He was part of the family. He'd come flying down and land on my shoulder. He was very affectionate. Until Jack the Pigeon betrayed my family. He'd fly down and start pecking on our hands really hard. It didn't really hurt, but it wasn't really warm and fuzzy either. So what's a better pet, a rat or a pigeon? Oh, a rat. Take it from my dad, Ethan. Rats are the clear choice. They're cute, fun, smart as heck, and they'll gladly save our lives if we just give them a little bit of love. And maybe some banana. A heartfelt reputation rehab for rats there. Ethan, what did you think about Elissa's Declaration of Greatness? What stood out to you? Just like the image of the rat in my head um, kind of like lowered my heart rate. <laughs> um, and also you mentioned Remy, which I, the Remy rat from Ratatouille, which I am super happy about. <laughs> so I thought that was a really, really heartfelt and put together presentation. Excellent. Well, Tom, I'm sure you have a few thoughts to share. It's time for your rebuttal. Conjure up your most pigeon-like pizzazz. You've got 30 seconds to let it fly. And your time starts now. I'm all for the great stories about your pets. And I really think that it's great that they're finding use for the landmine story that you talked about. But what about the story in the Bronx recently where the guy fell through the sidewalk into a dark hole that was filled with rats? He couldn't. He was trapped for 30 minutes. True story with rats crawling all over him. And to this day... He is traumatized. They've been doing interviews with him. He says, I can't walk down the street anymore without feeling those rats walking all over me. They're so... And yucky. time. You, you know who's really traumatized by this story, Tom? It's the rats who were minding their own business in their home and a giant fell from the sky. They and if that will, had happened, they will and if that had never happened, recover from this experience. But if that had happened into a big hole of pigeons, they would have just flown away. They wouldn't have kept crawling all over them because pigeons can fly. And who doesn't like stuff that can fly? I don't trust things that can fly. <laughs> well, Tom. It's your turn. Let's hear more about those flying things. We want to know why pigeons are the smash, boom, best. The year is 1918. World War I is raging in Europe, and a group of American soldiers are caught behind enemy lines taking fire. In fact, some of the fire is from their fellow Americans who don't realize they're there. They have to tell them to stop. They send messenger after messenger, but each one is shot down until there's only one messenger left. As this brave soul heads out into the fray, a shell explodes right beneath them. Oh no, all is lost. But wait, the messenger is still alive, injured, but determined. They 
keep going and deliver a note that saves the lives of nearly 200 American soldiers. That messenger was a hero. And they were also, wait for it, a pigeon. True story. Shot through the chest and leg, the pigeon, known as Cher Ami, still managed to fly 25 miles to deliver that message. Then the same thing happened in World War II when a pigeon named G.I. Joe, Joe delivered a message to British commanders that called off an attack that could have killed a thousand fellow Britons. So my declaration of greatness, pigeons have saved lives. Pigeons have homing abilities, meaning if you release them somewhere new, they can still fly home even if they're hundreds of miles away. Scientists don't exactly know how they do it. Maybe they sense the Earth's magnetic fields, or maybe they use familiar smells to guide them. Either way, they are amazing navigators and can fly at speeds of up to 90 miles an hour. People still train messenger pigeons today, but there was a time when these amazing birds legit helped humans communicate. But who doesn't love pigeons? How many of you read that awesome series when you were a kid that includes the book, Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus? That book has won a lot of awards. Pigeon never got to drive the bus, but with those homing abilities, he probably would have done great. Also, Pigeons are super smart. They can recognize letters and undertake tasks that require reasoning that we used to think only humans and other primates can perform. They're one of the smartest birds on Earth. Next point, diseases. If you think pigeons are dirty, you might think they carry diseases. And they do, but only in their poop. So if you're careful when you're cleaning it up, you're good. Meanwhile, Rats are way more serious disease transmitters. They spread lots of gnarly diseases, including the bubonic plague, also known as the Black Death. There was a plague outbreak in 2017 in Madagascar. Scientists found rats to blame because they carried around the fleas that jumped onto people and bit them. The rats didn't directly bite people, not as much as the fleas did, but rats were the buses that carried the fleas around to the people. I mean, not even a pigeon would drive that bus. Pigeons save lives. Rats help end them. Oh, oh, what's that, rat enthusiast? You think that pigeons are just dirty bottom feeders always congregating on sidewalks and in parks when I'm trying to walk by or have a minute alone on that bench? Well, that, my friend, is why they're awesome. Yes, pigeons gather in city centers and well-trafficked areas. Yes, sometimes you're near them when they flutter up and fly really close and it kind of freaks you out. And yes, maybe you've been dive-bombed by pigeon poop before. Yeah, not great. But this is really just a big misunderstanding by us humans. See, pigeons evolved on rocky cliffs and ledges around the Mediterranean Sea. A rocky cliff is a hard surface, and so is a building. They're used to building nests on hard, rocky surfaces. So building a nest in the windowsill of a skyscraper is pretty natural. And we're the ones who built these giant concrete birdhouses that attracted pigeons in the first place. You might find them annoying, but all they're guilty of is adapting to humans. They're just really adaptable. Why hate that? Especially when we really love another animal that has adapted a lot. 
dogs. Who's a good boy? Okay, newsflash. Dogs kill grass when they pee on walks, but we're only going to hate the pigeon poop? That's on us, people. Team Pigeon, all the way. All aboard the Team Pigeon bus. A rousing declaration of greatness for Team Pigeon. Ethan, what stood out to you about Tom's argument? I think um, it was really cool how I heard that the pigeons can like, kind of like save lives, but I also heard that the rats can as well. So both of them can do very well in that. Uh, like I took notes for both of them. And overall, rats are very heartfelt and kind creatures. And pigeons are very um, like super smart. Hmm. We have some heroic animals that we're talking about today. Well, Elissa, I think you have some thoughts. So let's hear your 30-second rebuttal. What were the weaknesses in Team Pigeon's declaration? Your time starts now. Okay, I have so much to say. So, like, maybe pigeons were heroes for delivering these messages back in World War whatever. But guess what? These bird brains, obsolete. We don't need them anymore. Send a text, send an email, the end. Next point. The bubonic plague? Recently, a study showed that humans who can have their own fleas may have been spreading around the bubonic plague just as much as rats, if not more. And you know what? It's it's a shared uh, problem. Fleas, humans have them, rats have them. Only pigeons make their own poop diseases. Um, also, if you love pigeons and too time. much. Oh. Oh, if you love <laughs> pigeons too much, I want to know where that's going. I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. Don't worry. It's disgusting. <laughs> A messenger pigeon recently went for auction. I'm not even kidding. For $1.9 million. Find me a rat that would sell for $1.9 million. Messenger pigeons are still totally a thing. People like a lot of weird things. (laughs) And I just want to say, if you're a person that would spend that much money on a pigeon, you are also the kind of person that might get a disease called (laughs) pigeon fancier's lung, which is a rare pulmonary condition that people can get if they spend too much time hanging out with pigeons. Gross. Oh my goodness. Ethan, these are two very well-prepared debaters today. So many facts, so many heartfelt stories, but now it's time to award your first two points. One for the best declaration and one for the best rebuttal. Both points could go to the same debater or each debater could get one point. Remember, we're asking you to judge based on one simple thing, which side made the argument that their animal is cooler and you get to define what cooler means. Think about it and make a decision, but don't tell us which side is getting the points. I ordered it on my little clipboard I got here. <laughs> Excellent. I love a judge with their own clipboard. Makes me happy. Because <laughs> you know when there's a clipboard involved, it's official. It's very official. Tom and Elisa, <laughs> how are you feeling? pigeon I'm feeling great. <laughs> pigeon Rat-tastic. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time for a quick break. Go dumpster diving or scan the streets for snacks, whatever you need to do. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. Todd Douglas here with 801-time debate champ Taylor Lincoln. Hiya, Todd. Wow, that apple looks good. Here, try one. I've got a whole bunch from the orchard. Nice. I went apple picking after I heard this awesome apples versus oranges debate. Oh, I remember this one. The kid defending apples talked through his argument beforehand. Let's listen. 
Mom, I know apples are better than oranges, but Charlie doesn't agree with me. He can always list off a gajillion reasons they're not as good as oranges. What are some of his positions? Well, he'd say oranges have more vitamins and minerals than apples do. So, like, he'd probably say, an orange a day keeps the doctor away, not an apple. And what would you say to that? Well, I'd say apples have slightly fewer vitamins and minerals, but the difference is so small, it doesn't matter. And apples have more fiber than oranges do. And fiber is a super important part of every diet. So apples are just as healthy in a different way. This apple fan is using an awesome debate technique. He's thinking like his worst critic. Yup, he's imagining all the ways his opponent is going to attack him and preparing his defense beforehand. Thinking like your worst critic is a great way to prepare for your opponent's rebuttals and an absolutely excellent way to win an argument. Ah, jeez, Todd. So if you want to win your next argument debate, Heads, think like your worst critic. And we'll catch you next time on... State of Debate! You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Ethan. One of my favorite things about this show is all the amazing debate ideas we get from listeners like you. Check out this awesome debate suggestion from Rihanna in Irvine, California. My debate idea is heroes versus villains. We'll check back with Rihanna at the end of this episode to see which side she thinks should win. And now, it's back to our debate of the day. Rats versus pigeons. That's right. And it's time for round two, the... Micro round. For this challenge, we asked Tom and Elissa to pretend their side is running for mayor. They've both prepared speeches, which they're delivering today, about why you should nominate them for mayor. Elissa went first last time, so Tom, you're up. Let's hear why our pigeon pals should helm City Hall. My name is Samuel Pigeonface, and I am running for mayor of Critterville. After eight great years of mayor mourning, Dove, it's time to pass City Hall to a pigeon. Because always remember, scientifically, doves and pigeons are the same animal. Our homing skills let us center our lives on Critterville, and we evolved from living on cliffs, so this city's tall buildings are just as suitable. A pigeon would never neglect these buildings because they're home. Folks, this election is a battle for the soul of Critterville. My opponent, Charlie Rattenhopper, and his band of fleas will hurt Critterville. Charlie Rattenhopper has a history of bad faith actions. Last year's plague outbreak at the community center? That was Charlie and his fleas. Uh, Pigeons, we know cities, we're smart. We spread messages quickly, and when we congregate, that's just us being near the people and hearing your concerns. So if you've supported Mayor Morning Dove and love doves, there's no reason not to love pigeons too. We're basically the same animal. And if you wanna keep a rat out of City Hall, vote Samuel Pigeon Face. You'll be home with this homing pigeon. Thank you all. Four more years of avian leadership with Mayor Pigeon Face. All right, Elissa, let's hear how a rat might rule the roost. Good day, fellow rodents. I'm Roz Arbatis, and I'm running for mayor. I ask 
you when you walk these city streets? How often does one of your neighbors see you and shriek? How often do they call us rats dirty? They don't know that we groom ourselves constantly. Heck, we're cleaner than your average dog or house cat. And yeah, people love to talk about the whole bubonic plague debacle. Like, yeah, 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 not the best press for us rats. But guess what? Some scientists think that it was actually filthy humans spreading diseases around in medieval times. Back then, those guys had their own fleas. But listen, I'm not running against a human in this race. No, I'm running against a pigeon. And what do we know about pigeons? Pigeons will steal a sandwich right out of your hands. And did you know that these relentless sky demons can carry over 60 diseases? But listen, people, simmer down, simmer down. I'm not here today to tell you that pigeons alone are pests. We're all pests. I'm here to tell you that rats are the superior pests. We feel deeply. We laugh when we're tickled. We can smell so many smells. We make big sacrifices when our friends need our help, rats and humans alike. And sure, we poop wherever we feel like it. But at least we don't make Poop, rain from the sky! So, cast your vote for the rat party this year. We're committed to keeping poop where it belongs, on the ground. Bold imagery in that campaign speech. Ethan, it's time for you to award a point for the speech that you liked best. Whichever criteria you want to use, who was more persuasive, who got your vote, but don't tell us who gets it. Have you awarded your point? I have. All right, it's time for our third round, the surprising (laughs) sneak attack. Our sneak attack today is a haiku for you. We want you to write two haikus today. Write a haiku about how great your side is and another one about how not awesome the other side is. And just to refresh what a haiku is, it's a three-line poem, five syllables in the first line, seven syllables in the second line, and five syllables again in that third line. Tom and Alyssa, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, but I need more than a few. <laughs> while, <sighs> while you work, let's listen to some soothing hold music. Rats love trash, what a tasty meal Their twitchy tails make people squeal Sewer life suits those ratties well Homing pigeons find their way Leave them alone, they'll coo all day Swoop and poop, the smarties of the sky Elissa, you're up. Let's hear Team Rat's poetic side shine. Okay, I'll start with rats, because rats are number one, so they should go first. Rats love us humans. They just want to be friends. They poop where they should. (laughs) Okay, now my haiku about pigeons. Pigeons peck your eye. Diseased poop falls from the sky. Tom loves pigeons, colon. Why? (laughs) Love some punctuation and a healthy (laughs) dose of poop. Tom, Punctuation (laughs) is free in a haiku. You can use as much as you want. (laughs) 
<laughs> do we? Yeah, we, but if you say the punctuation out loud, does that count against your syllables? That's what I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. It's art. We can't question it. It's up to our judge. <laughs> well, Tom, it's time for Team Pigeons to swoop in and switch things up. Let's hear some pigeon poetics. Away, you fur beast. Take your disease underground. No one wants you here. I was very, I got very into that. Okay, so now my, now my pro pigeon pros. Uh, think of this, perhaps we can put the music underneath the instrumental from Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. <laughs> Feed the Birds, Tuppence a Bag. All right, here, you have that playing underneath maybe. Fly away, you bird. I know you'll come back safely. Misunderstood dove. Wow, four beautiful, moving haikus. Think about which ones really wowed you today, Ethan. Give the team that won you over a point, but don't tell us which one is getting it. Yep. Was it a tough decision? Very. Yeah, this is a very, very close debate today. Definitely. Well, it's time for the last round. The final six. Tom, you're up. Let's hear your last six words. Rats spread plague. Pigeons save lives. Short and to the point. Elissa, your turn. You've got six words to make a final impression on Ethan. Let's hear them. Okay, I'm counting on my fingers as I go. Okay. Rat brains are bigger. Flying. Overrated. Food for thought. All right, we've taken a wild journey through the sewers and into the skies. Both teams have put up an impressive fight. Time to award your final point. Ethan, have you decided which team's final six won you over? Don't tell us who it is, but have you awarded the point? Yes. Excellent. Now tally up the points because it's time to crown one of these animals the smash boom best. Ethan, are you ready? Have you tallied? Ooh. Almost. Um, it's a stressful moment. <laughs> I'm just my, building up the suspense. <laughs> my whole year is riding on this. Just know that. <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> All the pigeons are watching. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Ethan, tell us. Today's winner is... Team Rat by one point. Yeah! It Rats. was close. A squeaker, if you will. <laughs> so, Ethan, tell us, tell us, what's one thing that you loved about today's debate? I loved and I hate it how close it was. When I was, re like, tallying it up and stuff, putting Team Rat on my little clipboard over here and Team Pigeon and putting all the things underneath it, they seemed so similar in a way. Because, of course, um, I've heard the expression before— Pigeons are just rats with wings. Mm. So it was so hard to decide, but I just felt Team Rat, it had the cuteness and the strength. And Team Pigeon um, showed its like strength, but that's all I've kind of found from Team Pigeon. I just want to say, Tom, rats off to you. I was surprised <laughs> at how many things pigeons and rats actually had in common. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's what made this so close. Well, and I think that the, the, that's the thing to remember, and I go back to the to the point I made about pigeons in the opening round, is that I hope that everyone listening, if you live in a city perhaps and you see a lot of pigeons or maybe you see rats every now and then and they gross you out or just the idea of them grosses you out, the truth is the only reason either of these animals gross you out 
is because they're actually just good at being around us. It's really our fault mm-hmm. that we litter. It's our <laughs> fault that we drop food. It's our fault that we build buildings that look like rocky cliffs to pigeons. Like, you really need to think long and hard about how much we're going to hate animals that are around us a lot because it's we're the reason they're around us a lot. So I hope that the listeners really got that about all of those animals and all the other animals out there that you think are real pests. Well, this has been an excellent debate battle today. Ethan crowned rats the Smash Boom best, but who do you think won? Head to smashboom.org and cast your vote. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and American Public Media. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Sandin Totten, Mark Sanchez, and Jennifer Lai. We had engineering help from Eric Romani and Veronica Rodriguez. And we had production help from me, Elissa Dudley, Christina Lopez, and Manica Wilhelm. Anna Weggel is the voice of our hold music, and our announcer is Marley, foyer worker Otto. We want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross, Taylor Kaufman, and Gus. Tom, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to today? All the people who love pigeons. How about you, Alyssa? Any special shout outs? I really want to thank Dr. Cindy Fast for talking to me about the awesome rats that work for Apopo. And if you go to apopo.org, you can check out pictures of the adorable rats, including Magawa, and you can even donate to adopt a rat and support them as they do their work, which does not mean, to my disappointment, a rat comes and lives in your home. Do you want to give any special thanks today, Ethan? Uh, I want to give thanks for everyone here for having me, and I want to give thanks to Boy Scouts of America for teaching me how debate works. Awesome. And before we go, let's hear who Rihanna thinks would win in her villains versus heroes debate. I think heroes would win because heroes always save the day. Bye, Smash Moon Best. I love you. Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. I'll see you. Bye. Pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>